Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, The Grassroot Graphics, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC, and A Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the Celt Podcast. In our Premier Division, Zaza 3, Highgate Albion 2. And in our game of the week, Olympia 3, Mehmet Chik Galata 2. That's nine straight wins for Olympia. I had them down for a 4-2 win. I thought it'd be a very entertaining game, and it looks like it was 2 all at half-time. Olympia getting that crucial goal uh, to stretch their lead further in the Premier Division. In the Championship, Barnet Borough 2, Enfield United 4 and Komi Kabir 4, Horizon 1. That was another one of our games of the week. I do think Komi Kabir would have too much. I, I went for a 3-1 win, uh, but a very good win for them uh, over Horizon. Into Division 1, AFC Rosa 1, Highgate Albion 2nds 5. And in our game of the week, AFC Oakwood nil, Interman Razor 24 nil. Um, that's the first draw of the season for Interman Razor. Their 100% record finishes against Oakwood, who have, you know, been playing really well lately. Um, I did think Interman Razor would win um, playing both teams. I, I thought Interman Razor were just a better team. But Oakwood, yeah, they've been getting better week in, week out as well. And, uh, very good point against a very tough opponent in Division 2. Um, the only game in Division 2, another one of our games of the week. Real Menza 3, Highgate Albion 3rds 3. I uh, had this down for a 3-1 win for Real Menza, which kind of shows that I didn't um, kind of have my research done properly because Highgate Albion 3rds were actually top of the league. But we had played Real Menza the week before. Uh, or two weeks ago, and they were very good against us, and they looked good in this game as well. And if you if you kind of delve into it, they had a man sent off. They were three one up at half time. They had a man sent off, and um, I get Albin Ferds are a very good team, very experienced, and it looks like they were able to capitalize on the man advantage and uh, grab those two goals and secure a point uh, in Division Three. NLR 4, AFC Muswell Hill 5, Division 4, East Finchley 2, Roman Reporters 1, uh, Locomotive Thunder 3, Camden FC 1, and Shentry Athletic 6, Cricklewood 2. Division 6, London Football School 17, Underdogs 1. It was a bit of a lesson for Underdogs Reserves in that one. Noble Games 3, Racing Keeblers 5. And Royal Parthenote 4, Southgate Rovers 0. In the Veterans League, in the Veterans Division East, Trent Park Vets 2, Continental 58 Vets 3. And London Turkish Masters Vets 4, AFC Muswell Hill Vets 3. 
into the cup action in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. Ammonia Youth nil, Showtime nil. Ammonia Youth winning 5-4 on penalties there. Gal All-Stars 7, New World 2. In the John Motson Challenge Cup, Maidavia 2, Fireside 1, Nissi 3, AFC Edmonton 5, Armenian Youth Association 5, AFC Rose 1. Uh, yet, yet another disappointing performance from us. Um, and we were just beaten by a, a more clinical team. I thought we had plenty of the ball. We had chances. We just weren't clinical enough. And when when we gave away possession or when we you know, shut off, they they punished us, really. Uh, that was really the difference between the two teams. Um, Trent Park, 12, Continental, 2, New Barnet, 3, Camden Lock, 5, North London Athletic Reserves, 6, Ammonia Youth Reserves, 3, uh, Pantera, 7, Nissi Reserves, 0, Radlett Town, 0, Northumberland Park Rangers, 6, Underdogs, 0, Albany Athletic, 4, and Whetstone FC 6, London Orient 2. In the Junior Cup, Northwest Wolves 0, North London Colts 1. In the BSFL Shield, Enfield Albion 5, Koniach Athletic 4. In the Veterans Cup, Anatolians Vets 5, Shebu Old Stars Vets 3, Alexandra Park Vets 8, Roven Reporters Vets 2. Uh, now on to the fixtures. In our Premier Division, I get Albion taking on the Wrongans. That's a bottom of the table clash. And in our game of the week, Park Royals taking on Gow All-Stars. Uh, should be an entertaining affair. Um, but I've got Gower down for winning this much. Um, I've gone for a 3-1 win for them in that one. Into the Championship now. Hinton under 23s taking on Barnet Borough. Horizon take it on Supreme Athletic. In Division 1, AFC Rosa hosts Continental. And in my game of the week, Trent Park. Big win this week in the Cup. They've taken on South Tottenham United in a bit of a free-for-all as well. They've had some good results mixed in with some really, really poor showings. And I think Trent Park will have too much for them. I've gone for a 4-1 win for Trent Park in that one. In Division 2, Highgate Albion 3rd's taking on the Monia Youth. Sopranos taking on the Anatolians. And Real Menza facing FC Deportivo. In Division 3, Albany Athletic taking on North London Colts. AFC Edmonton taking on Armenian Youth Association. North London Athletic Reserves taking on Northumberland Park Rangers. And NLR facing AC Finchley. Division 4, Camden FC taking on FC Cricklewood. Locomotive Thunder taking on Shentry Athletic. Northwest Wolves facing Nissi. Roven Reporters taking on Maida Via. And East Finchley facing Whetstone FC. Division 5, Camden Lock taking on Atletico Grammar. Edmonton Rovers taking on London Orient. Enfield Albion taking on Millhill Club, the football seconds. And New Barnet facing Cognac Athletic. And in Division 6, London Football School taking on AFC Trent. Royal Parthenope taking on Noble Games. Nissi Reserves taking on Racing Keeblers. And Underdogs Reserves taking on Southgate Rovers. In the Veterans Division, in the Veterans Division East, AFC Muswell Hill Vets taking on London Lions Vets. And London Turkish Masters Vets taking on Crouch End Vampires Vets. Into the Cup action, 
in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. Millwall Club, the football taking on Pantera. AFC Muswell Hill taking on North London Athletic. Highgate Albion Reserves taking on Underdogs. Uh, Mimetic Galata taking on Money Youth Seconds. Uh, we have three games of the week in the Roger Jones Challenge Cup. Starting off with Enfield United, joint top of the championship, taking on the Premier Division runner, runaway leaders in Olympia. Uh, should be a good test for, for Enfield United uh, against uh, you know, a very tough opponent, probably the best team they've played this season. Um, and I think Olympia will have too much for them. Both teams as well playing on Astro, so should be familiar surroundings for both teams. Both teams like to get the ball down, play good football, but I think Olympia will have too much for Enfield United. Um, I don't know if the talent gap will be that much more, but I think the the kind of experience in big games and, and stuff like that and just the style of play, I think Olympia... You know, we'll have a bit too much. Their pressing's very good as well. I think that's that's what you know stands them out from from other teams in this league is just the um, tactical side pressing and stuff like that. So I think Olympia will have too much in the day for Enfield United. I think Enfield United will have spells in the game, but I've as I said, five two to Olympia. I've gone for there in our second game. Heavy hitters taking on AFC Oakwood. Um, both teams have had their spells, you know, this season. Um, Oakwood obviously dropping down a few divisions, lost a lot of their players, kept a few, three or four, but uh, it's basically a reserve team from Division Two. But a lot of those reserve players have have played well in their step up to to um, Division One. Heavy hitters, a very very good team, um, a lot of decent players. I think they'll just edge this one. I've gone for a 3-2 win for them. And in our last game, uh, Inter Manraza 24, top of Division 1, taking on Komi Kabir, currently mid-table in the Championship. I, I, I do think Inter Manraza will just edge this one. I think this is going to be a tight game, very good game. Two teams again. We mentioned them for United and Olympia uh, earlier. Two teams also that like to get the ball down and, and play good football as well. So it should be a very entertaining game there. In the John Motson Challenge Cup, North East Lions taking on Berylic Sport. In the London Veterans Cup, Trent Park Vets taking on Shibu Old Stars Vets. Ivy Leaf Dolphin Vets taking on Alexandra Park Vets. Continental 58 Vets taking on London Lions Vets. And West London Casuals taking on Allen Old Boys Vets. In the AFA Veterans Cup, Croxley Green taking on West London Casuals and Maccabi Sunday Vets taking on London South United Super Vets. Join us next week where we'll have the results and the fixtures from the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League Roundup. Let's have a look back at all the action that's taken place over the month of November. And we'll start, of course, in the senior division. And at the top of the table, there are three sides who remain unbeaten here. Um, Bay T squad lead the way at the moment, three points clear of the chasing pack, with four wins and two draws from their opening six league games, giving them a three-point lead, as I say. 
But there are two teams who are just behind them and both also unbeaten, beginning with second place Brook Athletic, who have won three and drawn two of their opening five games. Both of those two teams at the top, they're still involved also in the FA Sunday Cup action. Down in third is uh, Fly, who have almost identical record to Brook with three wins and two draws and no defeats so far. And they're also still involved in the Essex Cup too, as well as the London Cup. So a busy period for those three teams. Down in fourth place, uh, London All-Stars, who have played more games than most in the division. Three victories to their name from eight games, giving them nine points and the big scalp of knocking out the London Cup holders in, in that competition. In fifth place sit Flyhouse Athletic, who are also still involved in the London Cup. Two wins and a draw from five in the league so far. For last year's runners-up, they have seven points. And that's the same number as Hatch Lane, who sit a, sit a place below them, but with two games in hand on their rivals. They have two wins and a draw from their opening three games of the season. Again, they're a little bit behind on league fixtures um, due to their cup conquests, um, but they obviously do have the games in hand. Just below them, by a further point, are Club 1017, who sits seventh with two victories to their name. Also still involved in the Kent Cup competition. Two wins there and also the London Cup too. So still much to play for for them. And just below them are eighth place Critics with five points from their opening four games. Only the one defeat, one win and two draws for them for the promoted side there. And the other promoted side have one win to their name from their eight games played so far this term. In fact, that was their first win of the season during November. Um, so that keeps them still in touch with the sides above them. Into Division 1 now. And this one is led quite substantially by AC Milano, who have won eight from eight so far this term, giving them a maximum of 24 points. And of course, they sit top. Just three goals conceded as well. Excellent defensive record. Below them, by eight points now, is second place Barking Riverside. Five wins and a draw in what ordinarily would have been a good start to the season, would it not be for that perfect record by the leaders. Down in third place are St Augustine's, who have climbed up the table in recent weeks, and they sit third, 14 points with four victories and two draws, um, albeit they have now played 10 games. And down in fourth place, also on 14 points and trailing just on goal difference, are but bench views who were the early season leaders, but they have kind of hit the wall a little bit in recent weeks. Four victories and two draws, though, a more solid campaign compared to last season, at least. In fifth spot, we have promoted Barkin and Dagenham Wanderers, who have a couple of games in hand on the sides above. They have 10 points with three wins and a draw to their name. And down in sixth place, we have Sinochi, with two victories and two draws, giving them eight points from eight games. And the two sides sitting in the bottom two as things stand, J.K. Silvertown, who have just a one league victory so far, four draws, but they are through to the quarterfinals of the Essex Sunday Premier Cup um, as one of the lowest ranked sides in that competition left now. Um, so they've done well in that, in that competition, seven points from seven. And bottom of the table, but a side who have won in the league now, as once did, have three points with that one victory from their seven games. Into Division 2, and it's a good battle forming at the top of this one. Uh, Debden Sports Reserves lead the way. Just one sole defeat to their name from nine. Eight victories, giving them 24 points at the midway point of the season. That's three points ahead of Belfry, who sit in second spot with seven victories from nine. Two defeats there for the side based in Hainault. And there's a bit of a gap then down to third place Colbert Royals who trail by five points, but with a game in hand, so they could at least cut that deficit over time. Five victories and a draw there for an informed Colbert side. 
Um, also in form, FC Galaxy up into fourth place at the moment with five victories and a draw, um, giving them also 16 points and trailing just on goal difference. But Daglanta really have the cards in their hands at the moment. They do sit fifth in the table, but with only having played seven games, five victories amongst that, they have games in hand to, that could see them move as high as second. Down into sixth spot now, we see Condor, who have had a much better last couple of months of the season after a difficult start. Um, they have four wins and two draws from nine, giving them 14 points. And that's four points ahead of seventh-placed Cloud9, who have three wins and a draw from, from eight games, giving them 10 points. And that is a point ahead of two teams sitting on nine, in fact, beginning with eighth-place East London Ballers, who have lots of games in hand, due to their run to the quarterfinals of the London Sunday Challenge Trophy and the Essex Cup fourth round two. They have three wins from their opening six. And nine points also for ninth place Ainsley, who have played five more games than, than Ballers, um, but much better form in recent weeks, certainly in front of goal. Three wins from 11 for the side based at Wadham Lodge. The two teams sitting in the bottom two as things stand. 10th place, Higham Hill. Just the one win and one draw to their name, giving them four points. And bottom of the table are Leighton Stone Athletic uh, with just the one sole win this season, giving them three points. Into Division 3, and AC Milano are doing well in this one as well. Um, they are top of the table with six victories uh, and two draws from nine, although they did suffer their first league defeat at the weekend, just gone um, to second-placed Singh Sabah. So AC do lead the way on 20 points, two points ahead of Singh Sabah, who have played a couple of games more as well. Five victories and three draws to them, giving them 18 points. Really congested here at the top of this table. Valence United, who sit a point further back, have five wins and two draws from their opening nine games. And also on 17 points, like, as I said, very congested. City site sit fourth with five wins and two draws. Just one sole defeat. That game in hand could in fact see them move second uh, were they to win that. Um, down in fifth place are Upshire Forest who have five wins and a draw from their nine games that they've played so far this year, seeing them also amongst the mix there with 16 points. And also in touch with their teams are JP8, who have played a game more than a couple of teams above them, but are sitting on 15 points with four wins and three draws to their name. A bit of a gap then to seventh place Asiano's Vets, who have had a better time of it in recent weeks. Um, they are unfortunately now sitting seventh with four wins from 10 so far. That's three points ahead of South Ilford Catholics, who have three wins from 10, giving them nine points. And that's two points ahead of United Amateurs, a side who beat Catholics at the weekend, in fact. Just the eight games played, so games in hand here. Two wins and a draw for the Haynaught Bay side, giving them seven points. And bottom of the table, but not without a win, because Barking do have one under their name. Uh, just the sole victory there for Barking, giving them three points and a four-point gap to make up on the sides above. Moving into Division 4, and again, another real close battle here between three clubs at the top of this table. Colbrook Royals Reserves lead the way, unbeaten as well, with 24 points from their opening 10 games. Seven wins and three draws there. But as I say, not been beaten in the league as things stand. But two teams sit two points behind, um, so could both go top if they were to win that game in hand. Beginning with second place Warren Senior. Um, just the one defeat to their name. Seven victories and a draw, giving them 22 points from nine games so far this year. And that's almost identical to third place Woodford Town, who also have 20, 22 points with seven victories. 
Um, just goal difference there, keeping those two teams apart. A seven-point gap then down to the next chasing pack, which begins with Byron Redstar in fourth. They're up into fourth after the weekend's results. Five victories and four defeats. Um, a bit of an up-and-down start, you might say, but I think they'll be reasonably happy with that return. Uh, Prospect Protégé were in the top three, top four, up to a few weeks back, but they have now dropped into fifth. Um, four wins and four defeats again. Not a bad return for a side who were flirting with relegation last season, um, but they're sitting comfortably in the middle of the table. Um, Silencio sit in sixth place. They've played a couple of games more than the sides above them. Three wins, two draws for the brand new side this season. They give they have 11 points, and that's a point ahead of seventh placed Horse and Well, who have 10 points from 10 games with three wins and a draw. Cardinals Athletic are another side new to the league this year. From their opening 10 games so far this term, they've won three, um, giving them nine points. And the two sides presently sitting in the relegation zone, albeit both with games in hand. We start with Eastern Avenue, who have two wins from nine, giving them six points. And Kit Out London, who have just that sole victory to their name so far this year with three. Albeit, as I say, they do have games in hand, but momentum needs to turn for both of those two. Into Division 5 now, and we find another close battle here at the top. It's led the way at the moment by Coppice Row, who have played more games than the others around them. Seven wins from 11 for the Loughton Bay side. They're giving them 22 points. But Manford Way sit with three games in hand below them, um, and obviously therefore could go above if they were to win, well, at least just one of those. Six wins, one one draw, and just a sole defeat for, them, for the Haynock Bay side. They're giving them 19 points. And that record is helped by the fact that they beat third-place Mansfield Rangers at the weekend, which moved them above for the third-place side. Rangers there, six wins and a draw, and now two defeats to their name. But they'll be happy with a 19-point return from the first half of their season. Royal Lions B, though, are a side who will probably have a big say in what happens above them. Just one defeat to their name so far this year. Five victories and two draws. Uh, the latest of those draws coming at the weekend just gone, giving them 17 points in their opening eight. Now, the informed side in this division, and therefore one to watch out for, Man Baker EC, who have been on a bit of a run, bit of a run, run, good run of form recently. Four wins and a draw, giving them 13 points in nine after what had been a pretty difficult start to the year. That's moved them into the top of the table as Alpha have now dropped a place into sixth. They have four wins and a draw from 11 so far this term. They're on 13 points. And Lonsdale have two games in hand on Alpha, so could move above um, Alpha with a, if they were to win one of those two at least because of the goal difference. Lonsdale have two wins and four draws to their name. A side who are proving tough to beat on occasion. 10 points there for the Dagenham side. Athletic Newham have had a bit of a disappointing start to their campaign. Two wins and a draw, giving them seven points. The same number as two other teams, in fact, Ace Athletics, who sit a place below them with two wins and a draw, but with a game in hand. And in 10th place, Hainal Athletic, their first win of the season at the weekend, just gone, um, saw them move on to seven points, albeit from nine games. And bottom of the table, as things stand, are Young Royals, who have just one win and a draw there from following their promotion to the division last year. Four points for them. Into Division 6, and at the top of this table, a good battle forming, albeit has it taken a crucial turn uh, at the weekend. Top of the table, Woodford Town Reserves won uh, at second place, Chingford Athletic, which meant that Woodford moved top of the table, 
30 points to their name with 10 wins in 11, just one defeat earlier on in the season. Chingford Athletic really did need to probably win that game um, because of the goal difference swing. But lots, lots can still happen. But they sit second on 27 points with nine wins. Down in third place and with a game in hand, Valence United Reserves, who have won six, drawn two, lost two in their 10 played so far this year. I think they'll be quite pleased with that return and sitting comfortably in third spot as things stand. A little cluster of clubs then around them, beginning with fourth place Epping Royals, who again another promoted side into Division 6 this year. Four wins, uh, sorry, five wins and a draw, giving them 16 points. Three points ahead there of Bryman's Park, who sit in fifth. Again, another side showing improvement this year. Four wins and a draw, giving them 13 points and sitting comfortably <clears throat> in the middle of the table. In sixth place, London Legacy there have 12 points with four wins. Again, another side moving up a level from last season. So I think they'll be reasonably happy with that. And did take a big scalp in the cup, actually, at the weekend, beating a side three divisions above them in the West Essex Sunday Charity Trophy. Mayfield Kings sit in seventh spot, 10 points from 10. Bit of an up-and-down season, you might say, there for, for Kings. Three wins and a draw, helping them to that figure. And that's a point ahead of FC Mexico B, who have nine points so far this year from their first 11 games. And that's two points more than the side in ninth spot, the first of the relegation places, as Titans United have just the one win and a draw, giving them seven points. So the first of the, the side sitting in the bottom two, and the other side sitting in the bottom two are Barking Colts, who sit bottom with just two victories to their name. Both of those coming relatively early on in the season. Um, having given them six points in the season and obviously looking to try and change the momentum as the season goes on. Into Division 7 now, and this one begins with Ridgeway Rovers sitting top of the table with 28 points, unbeaten as well, just one game in which they've dropped points, which was a draw, nine wins and a draw therefore, and only seven goals conceded, perhaps tells you where their strength lies. They, they're three points ahead of Colbert Royals A, who have had a good for, uh, first campaign in adult football eight wins and a draw for the Chigwell Bay side they're given 25 points and that's a point ahead of their local rivals Debden Sports A who play just down the road um, and they have eight wins from 11 this season too to keep them in the mix at the top also in and around those sides are fourth place Warren United 19 points from their opening 10 games, having finished bottom of the table last season. That's quite some turnaround. Six wins and a draw to their name. The side, perhaps with the cards in their hands, are Ping City Phoenixes, who have a couple of games in hand on the sides above them. Um, five wins and two draws, having given them 17 points this term. Emerson and Upminster sit in sixth spot with four wins and a draw from 13 points. Another side making their first season in adult football. And then we have a little cluster of clubs around uh, the mid, mid to lower table, beginning with 7th place FC Leightonstone Reserves, who have seen an upturn in their form in recent weeks and have three wins under their belt now uh, in their opening eight fixtures this term as they approach the halfway mark. They have nine points. And also with nine points are 8th placed Epping Forest Falcons, who have three wins from 10, having accrued those nine points in that way. Just below them are ninth place Gatcliffe, who have had a bit of a difficult spell of form recently, but they have eight points from their nine fixtures played, two wins and two draws, with the two sides at the bottom of the table presently sitting as Royal Lions C in 10th spot with just two wins, 
and six points to their name. And bottom of the table are Zone 4 Athletic with one win to their name, giving them three points from their opening 12 fixtures. And that brings to a close our roundup of all the action from November. Um, of course, we are already in December and we look forward to bringing you hopefully a roundup of all the action up to Christmas um, in, in a couple of weeks' time. But for now, we wish you all the best. And if you want to find out any more information about the league, visit www.escfl.co.uk. Hello, it's Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the Celt Podcast. Um, unfortunately, quite a lot of games called off because of the snow from the weekend just gone. And looking at the fixtures, we don't have loads of fixtures coming up this weekend for some reason. So I'm just going to run through um, the results and go through the fixtures we do have and then just go through uh, a couple of the league standings for some of the divisions. In the Prem, um, a couple of shock results this week. There's a, There was already a double header, which I found quite odd, between Harbin and Colts Old Boys and Boreham Wood. Um, Harbin and Colts Old Boys nil, Boreham Wood two in game one. And then in game two, Boreham Wood two, Harbin and Colts Old Boys five. It's a big, big shock result there. Um, so win each for them. And then Plough and Harrow two, six bells, eight. Great result for six bells. I thought this was going to be a good game. Um, fair play, uh, uh, six bells. They've uh, they've been really really good this year, um, and a big big win for there against uh, Plough and Harrow that was sitting third in the league. And then uh, Wheat Hampstead Wanderers uh, winning two one against Little Heath. Back to back wins for Wheat Hump- Wheat Hampstead now. Um, Little Heath are probably going to be a bit uh, deflated. They didn't get the the points, but yeah, good win for Wheat Hampstead who climb up the table. Um, in Division 1, XL get a walkover against Boreham Wood. Always a shame to see. Quite a few walkovers this week, unfortunately. Um, and Wheat Hampstead Wanderers Reserves winning 5-0 against Hatfield Seniors in a battle at the top. So good win there for the um, Wheat Hampstead Reserves and the first team. So yeah, double win for them. In Division 2, uh, three games in Division 2, all walk- uh, walkovers. Uh, Ocean's Eleven against Saints FC. Saints FC uh, get the win there. Uh, away walkover for them. Six Bells Reserves against Brookman's Park Reserves. A home walkover uh, for Six Bells. Unlike Brookman's Park doing that. And then Stratford Arms Reserves couldn't get a team out against uh, Mermaid. So Mermaid to get the win. In Division 3, we've got uh, Royston Rangers 5, Rosen Crown Mosquito 1. Wrestlers 5, Marshall Week 3, and Well and Warriors Reserves 0, Week Hampstead 89, 5. In Division 4, Stockford Rovers got a home walkover against Royston Rangers Reserves. Another team, unlike them, to, uh, to concede points, Royston Rangers. Um, and Hatfield Seniors Reserves 1, London Coney United 2. Uh, we had a couple of uh, County Cup games this week. Um, last 16, Stratford Arms 4. FCB Hemel 2. Good win there for Stratford Arms into the last eight now, the County Cup, where they'll play North Watford, who are going very, very strong in the uh, the Watford League. And then it was Forever Young People 3, Glen Sports 6. Yep, good win for Glen. Um, They go through to their um, last eight. And Brookman's Park 4, Chels Rovers one good win for Brookman's Park, also getting into the last eight. 
In the Jim Lynch Trophy, it was Auburn Dynamo 1, Welling Warriors 3. And Mermaid 3, Welling Rangers 2. The fixtures for this weekend. As I said, there's not many. I don't know why that is. Teams, it's, I suppose it's that time of the year. Teams get in three weeks. Um, so in the Prem, just the one game, Mermaid versus FYP. In Division 1, we've got Hatfield Seniors versus Welland Warriors and the Ball versus Bournemouth Social. In Division 2, we've got Auburn Dynamo versus Welland Rangers. In Division 3, we've got Rosencrown Mosquito versus Hatfield Comets. Welland Warriors Reserves versus Marshall Witt Rovers. In Division 4, we've got London Coney United versus Hatfield Seniors. Warriston Rangers Reserves versus Phoenix A. And Stockford Rovers versus Monday Night Football Club. In the Challenge Cup, a big game in the Challenge Cup here. It's Brookman's Park versus Phoenix. Now, that is going to be an interesting game to see how Phoenix get on. Um, and then, yeah, in, also in the Challenge Cup, we've got Phoenix Reserves versus Bournemouth Rovers, who are going to look to get back to winning ways. In the County Cup, got a bit of County Cup action here, I'm aware of. Saints FC versus Ashwell. Um, in the Intermediate Cup, we've got Mermaid Reserves versus Stratford Arms Reserves. Six Bells Reserves versus Royston Rangers Reserves. St. George's versus TNF. And two more games, we've got Auburn Dynamo's Reserves versus Hearts Vets in the Junior Cup. And finally, Stratford Arms, first team versus Six Bells in the Jim Lynch Trophy. Thank you, that's all for me. This is Andrew Gidley with NRG Kent Cumberland Wardley Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Bermondsey Town 2, Minster 4, Hawes 1, Borden Village 2, Hawkins Town 6, Peckham Town 1, New Romney 1, Fleet Down United 2, Sansa OMB 3, Bexley 1, Welling Park 1, Cuxon 91 2, Division 1, Crayford Arrows 1, Metrogas 7, Danson Sports 0, Brighton Roach Reserves 5, Equinocchial 3, South East Athletic 1, Kings Hill 1, Hollands and Blair Reserves 4, Long Lane 1, Sporting Club Tendry Reserves 2, Oldford United 3, Lawsley Reserves 1, Rochester City 5, Greenways Aces 0, Taunton Town Reserves 2, Woodnersborough 0, Whistleboard Town Under 23s 2, Minster Reserves 1. In Division 2, Bexley Reserves 5, Bromley Inns Reserves 3, Chillum 4, Tunbridge Wells Reserves 2, Sinkports 2, Selinge 2, Fleet United Reserves 3, Glebe Reserves 0, Tenton Town Reserves 1, Aylesford 4, Division 3, All Stars 5, AFC Lewisham 0, Charing 0, The Town Reserves 6, Dulwich Village 3, Oxford United Reserves 1, FC Revo 3, Boca Juniors 4, Larkville and Yorhide Reserves 1, Len Valley 4. In the Cup competitions, Bill Mantler Inter Regional Cup 3rd round, Kent United 2, Deal Town Reserves 3, Teddington Town 3, Ashford 2. In the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield 2nd round, FC Greenwich 1, Long Lane Reserves 1, FC Greenwich win 4 3 on penalties, Stansford OMB Reserves 5, Halls Reserves 5, Stansford OMB Reserves win 6 5 on penalties. In the Kent County Football League Invitation Junior Charity Cup first round, Dartford Celtic 2, Parkwood Rangers 4. In the Kent Junior Cup Group A second round, Paddockwood 8, Lennon Wanderers 3, Rochester City Reserves 0, Cuxton 91 Reserves 2. 
in the DFGS Kent Veterans Cup second round, Independent Vets 1, Rubicon Limerick Vets 2. And in the Vets divisions, in 1, New Ash Green 3, Aylesford 1, Sheffield United 3, Ancorian Rovers 2, Snodland Town 2, FC Ditton 0. In Division 2, Cucks 91 nil, Kings Hill 6, Medway United 2, Cobham Colts 3, and in Division 3, Bittenden 3, Raynham 84 nil, MPE Sports nil, Lennon Wanderers 2. Moving on to the roundup, starting in the Premier Division, where Teddy Nelson and Ruben Coventry both scored twice as Hawkins Town trounced Peckham Town 6-1 in their first home game for a month on a snowy, foggy afternoon. Luke Reeve put them in front after five minutes, Coventry and Nelson stretching the lead to 3-0 at half-time. Both got a second, either side of Bradley Wallages getting the fifth in the second half, his first of the season, before Peckham got an 88th-minute consolation through Kieran Dowding, netting for the ninth time this season. The win closed the gap on Hawes after the leaders were beaten 2-1 at home by Borden Village, only their second home defeat of the season and Borden's first on the road. It was inflicted by goals by Ricky Gundry and joint manager Matt Rowe. Fleet United a third following a 2-1 win at New Romney, goals by Denny Lovett and substitute Reese Rani. Kieran Sharp and Connor Jeffrey earned Cuxon 91, a third odd goal in three win at Welling Park. Holly Harris's hat-trick in Shawminster made it five wins in a row, 4-2 at Bermondsey Town. Tristan Jevons added the other with two assists. And top scorer Aaron Walker's ninth of the season helped Stansford OMB to a 3-1 win over Bexley. In the Bill Mantlow Interregional Challenge Cup, Jamie Kennedy's double helped Deal Town Reserves to a 3-2 win at Kent United to clinch a quarter-final spot. Tenton Town came from 2-1 down to beat local rivals Ashford 3-2, thanks to a stoppage-time winner from substitute Finley Chatfield. Down to 10 men, Town came from behind after Ashford led 2-1 with goals by Jake Mundy and another substitute, Alan Parkin. Ashford appointed the former Canterbury City and Whitstable Town under-23's manager Chris Walcott as their new manager. Adam Ebbs will be his number two. John Ripley has stepped away from management at the club following the offer of a fabulous offer away from football but will stay with the club in another capacity yet to be defined. In Division 1, Ashley Poppy's second successive double and fifth goal in three games set Rochester City up for a 5-0 win over Greenway's Aces to move four points clear at the top of Central and East. Jack Clark and Ben Twist noted as Snodland Town Reserves beat Woodensburg 2-0 in the second versus third contest. Kent journeyman Rob Dennis scored twice as Blair Reserves won 4-1 at Kings Hill to extend their unbeaten run to seven matches following his midweek win against Punjab in the Kent Intermediate Cup sponsored by DFDS. Wins two for Whitstable under-23s and Oxford United. Ted Washinago and Harvey Mead both hit two as Metrogas won 7-1 at Crayford Arrows to maintain their unbeaten run to six games. And Marlon Ortiz was again on target for second-placed Equinocchial as they won 3-1 against South East Athletic. In Division 3, Matt Burden scored twice as uh, Boca Juniors won 4-3 at FC Revo to replace them at the top of Central and East. Matt Spry's treble saw Len Valley home 4-1 at Larkford in New Hive Reserves. Harvey Donnelly's hat-trick and two by Travis Kemp netted uh, for Lidtown Reserves as they won 6-0 at Charing. And All-Stars new signing Timmy Babington scored twice in a 5-0 win over West Leaders AFC Lewisham. 
In the Barry Bundock West Kent Challenge Shield, both matches went to penalty shootouts. Billy Hunneman hit four of Stansford OMB and Hall's Athletic Reserve, shared 10 goals in the uh, contest. It then took 11 penalties to decide the shootout, Stansfield converting the winning spot kick. And FC Greenwich also went through 4-3 on pens after a 1-1 draw against Long Lane Reserves. The Kent County League Invitation Senior and Junior Cups are underway. The Junior Cup competition saw Jaheim Ford again on target with his 11th of the season as Parkwood Rangers won 4-2 at Dartford Celtic. And in the Kent Junior Cup, Russell Breeden's hat-trick and two each by Johnson Essien and James Awalabobi saw Paddock Wood home 8-3 against Lennon Wanderers. And Manny Ajay's double clinched a 2-0 win for Cucks 91 reserves in their game at local rivals Rochester City Reserves. Welcome to the Metropolitan Sunday League, part of the Selk podcast all across the league shows. Bring you the results from previous week and the fixtures that are all coming up at and at the end of the month, a roundup of all the leagues and cups. Starting with the results on the 3rd of December in a Ron Pope Premier. Athletic Dildale 1, Los Dianos 1. Brockley Athletic versus Lions United was abandoned. No reason why. In the John Pitt Senior, Shooters Hill United 4, Honor Oak 5. Southfield United 1, Petswood Black Vultures 2. In Division 1, Bromley Road versus Three Little Birds Postponed. Catford FC 8, Kibbrook Kings 0. FC Rondo 4, Orbton Athletic 1, Southside Trojans 1, the People's FC Reserves 1. In the Bartholomew Trophy, FC Karuya 2, FC Barker 4. Zavalas 0, AFC Cell 6. In the Ted Holder, Haywards FC 3, Thames City Blues 6. New Life United 3, South London Athletic 3, New Life United winning 5 4 on penalties. And in the one of the county cups, Barnes Eagle Senior gave the tie to Lambeth All Stars. Obviously, a lot of postponements due to the weather and the frozen pitches. On to the fixtures for this week for the tenth of December in the Rompope Premier: Lambeth All Stars versus FC Barker, Zavalas versus FC Kuruya. In the John Pitt Senior: Petswood Black Vultures versus Thames City Blues. South London Athletic versus Shooters Hill United, the People's FC versus AFC Cell, in Division One, Bromley Road versus Kibbrook Kings, FC Rondo versus the People's FC Reserves, Orpton Athletic First versus South London Doves, Three Little Birds versus Haywards FC, in the Bartholomew, Athletic Dildale versus Honor Oak, and Brockley Athletic versus Chim. Uh, versus Lustianos at Chimbrook Meadows. That's all this week. As I said, hopefully the weather stays off so we can get a few more games in this week. If not, it'll probably be the last week of the football for the break. If I don't speak to you, enjoy your Christmas. Good luck to everyone. Enjoy the game and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selk Grassroots podcast. Let's get straight into last Saturday's results for the 2nd of December. Um, not many fixtures survived the weather. 
Um, but let's just get cracking through them. Um, let's see. We'll go through the divisions. Um, starting off Division 1, just a one-league fixture uh, result, sorry. Um, from Saturday, that was Hollington versus Warnham. Um Warnham unbeaten before coming into this game um, in the league. And Hollington um, were in a bit of an up-and-down season to date. During the week, saw lots of new signings for Hollington. And it would appear that that has had an impact to their squad. And they have run out 1-0 victors over Wallenham. So Wallenham's unbeaten league record has fallen finally um, to the hands of Hollington. So well done to the Hollington boys um, with a 1-0 victory. Um, into Division 2. Catford Wanderers 3, Parkwood Rangers 0. FC Kawuya. Five Bow Street runners nil. Um, Kawuya continuing their strong season to date in the league, um, just dispatching people all over the place. Um, elsewhere, Division Two SP Athletic one, Long Lane three. Um, yeah, I don't know what's happened at SP Athletic recently. They've not had they they were they were on a great run, winning week in week out convincingly, and um, they've had a few few tough results recently. So. Good victory for, for Long Lane um, away to SP Athletic there. Um, into Division 3, X Blues 2, Johnson and Phillips 4, Warnham B 2, South East Athletic 5. Um, into Division 4, Greenwich Challenge 3, Catford Wanderers Old Boys 2, um, Independent Red 0, Sydney Sports 5. Um, a good victory away there for Sydney Sports. Um, and just the struggles continue for independent. Um, board accounts, yeah, they, you know, obviously it's a big loss for them, but they seem positive from what I have heard on social media that, um, yeah, although it was a big loss, that there were some signs um, of progress made within the squad. So, you know, looking looking ahead for them. Um, hopefully, they can put that onto the pitch with some some results coming um, into the new year. Um, but yeah, good win away for Sydney Sports there. Um, into Division Five. A strange one here. Uh, Kamazi were given a home walkover by Croigas Phoenix, who, from what I'd seen recently, Croigas Phoenix were a strong side and we're doing well in the division so don't know why um, maybe just the lack of players for that week or, or whatever I don't know in the lead up to Christmas possibly but Kamazi will take the take the walk over all day I'm sure um, elsewhere in Division 5 SP Athletic 2nd 11-3 Westrum Seniors 4 into Division 6 Hoovets Red 2 Alpington 1 um, elsewhere in Division 6, Longlands Athletic 1, Slade Green Knights 2. Into Division 7, just a one result there. Um, Seymour Villa 10, Old Peppies, 2nd 11, nil. Um, yeah, an absolute trounce in there um, for the Old Peppies boys. Um, right, cup matches, loads of cup games. Or loads of... There were a load of cup games. There's, there's some 
some results for games that survived the weather. Starting off with the Beckenham Hospital Cup, another um, another win for Borden Sports Old Boys, 4-0 against New Park first team. Um, yeah, New Park's first team are struggling, to be fair. See the boys quite regularly, and um, they're just... Just really struggling with numbers at the minute, and um, it's proving to have an effect on the pitch. They just can't get out a regular eleven um, on their day with their players out. They're a good side, and Phil for Spearsy a bit. Um, he's struggling, as I say, with numbers across both teams, um, and it, it could be a long season for him if they can continue. Um, elsewhere, Beckham Hospital Cup, um, Greenways Aces ten, Beaverwood nil. Yeah, well. That's an absolute smashing as well, isn't it? So, less said about that, I guess. I don't know much about Beaverwood. Um, I'm not sure what league they're in. But, clearly, Greenways were too strong for them on the day. Um, oh, Hayden Youth Association, who are doing very well in their division um, against Hollington Masters. Um, Hollington winning 4-2. And, again, an influx of players for the Hollington Masters. Um, from social media, a load of them on loan, apparently, from Charcoal. Um, but, yeah, I've seen a couple of the clips as well on social media and some, some tasty goals were scored by the looks of it. But a, a good 4-2 win for Hollington in, in the cup there. Um, so it looks like the new players have had an immediate impact for both Hollington first and the second team. So we'll watch the progress for Hollington now in both both their respective divisions for the rest of the season. Elsewhere in the same cup, Sporting Club Thames made three LSU seniors two. Into the Chairman's Cup, Bromley three, Farnborough Old Boys Guild three, with Bromley Super Vets winning 5 4 on pens. Um, sticking with the Chairman's Cup, Crayford Arrows nil. Seagas Super Vets 3 and Welling Park 4, Warlingham Super Vets 2. Into the SVFL Junior Cup. AFC Lewisham 1, Blythe Hill 1, with Blythe Hill winning 5 4 on penalties. And the LSU battle um, in the SVFL Senior Cup. LSU, LSU Legends 2. LSU Masters 4, um, a, game, a game I played in, it was freezing, and to be fair, um, it was a good game, LSU Legends put up a good fight, we didn't really get going until late in the game, um, but that was, you know, should we say down to the tactics and the way that they were playing, and you know, were doing what they could to stop us getting any rhythm, so it worked for for a fair part of the game, but we managed to come out on top. Um, so unlucky to the, the legends. Um, good spirit afterwards in the bar. I was, you know, talking about a game was all good. Um, but the Masters progressed to the next round. Um, still in the Senior Cup. Sporting Santos 5. Seagas 1. Into the Kent Veterans Cup. And things do not get easier for independent um, Independent Black 1 Rubicon Limerick 2 I know nothing about Rubicon Limerick um, But yeah Independent season is still continuing Regardless of competition They just cannot get a win um, 
So, yeah, just struggling for them. Um, and that is it for the results for last weekend. Let's have a look at the fixtures um, for the coming Saturday, 9th of December. Just a one-league fixture in Division 1. That's Wallingham versus New Park. Wallingham, I want to get back onto winning ways. New Park will just try and stop the rot. Um, if I'm being honest, I'm not sure. I can see that being given as a home walkover, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, but I hope not, and I hope they get some football. But, yeah, we'll see. Um, into Division 2, Gratian Borough A versus Seagas. LSU Legends versus Parkwood Rangers. And Bow Street Runners versus Long Lane. Into Division 3, X Blues versus Wallenham B. New Park 2000 versus Bromleyans. And South East Athletic versus Kingsdale. Into Division 4, Cudham United versus Sporting Croydon. Greenways Aces versus Catford Wanderers Old Boys and Independent Red versus Greenwich Challenge. Into Division 5, Blythe Hill versus Old Pepe's First Eleven. Croygas Phoenix versus Sporting Club Thamesmead. And LSU Mavericks versus AFC Lewisham. And the last one in Division 5, SP Athletic Second Eleven versus AFC Kamasi Strikers. Into Division 6, Longlands Athletic versus LSU Seniors. Um, Alpington versus Crayford Arrows. And Slade Green Knights versus Welling Park. And the last one for Division 6, Southeast Athletic Second Eleven versus Hoovets Red. Into Division 7, Farnborough Old Boys versus Bromley FC Super Vets. LSU Super Vets versus Borden Sports Old Boys Red. Old Peppy Second Eleven versus AFC Greencourt. And Wallingham Super Vets versus Gravesham Borough B. There are a couple of cup games. Um, Chairman's Cup is Chipstead versus Seymour Villa. And then the London Veterans Cup is Hollington. I'm not sure which Hollington that is. But it's Hollington versus um, Sporting Santos. So I don't know if it's the first. I think it is the first. Um, the Masters. Uh, yeah. No, it's not the Masters. I think it is just the first team um, for Hollington. Um, yeah, I think they're called the Masters. I don't know to be honest, but I think it's their yeah, Division One Hollington versus Sporting Club uh, Sporting Te- uh, Santos, also First Division. So that would be a good game. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's it for your league and cup fixtures for this coming Saturday, the ninth of December. Um, let's hope the weather plays ball and they don't get rained off or frozen or snow whatever but yeah good luck to all teams that are playing this weekend and I um, hope you get some good football welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast 
for games played on Sunday the 3rd of December. It was yet another remarkable morning for the league's clubs in the Hertfordshire Senior Cup. Despite the winners for the last two seasons, St Joseph's being knocked out two weeks ago, both WD Bushy and North Watford reached the quarter-finals, whilst Casby Rangers and Glen Sports and Social Club both progressed into the third round to face each other, with the winners facing WD Bushy, thus meaning the league will have a guaranteed place in the semi-finals in March. In the Hertfordshire Senior Cup third round, it was a remarkable game as North Watford reached the quarter-finals by beating Southbury, the team that ended their County Cup dream last season at this stage, 7-5 away from home. North Watford were quick out of the blocks, playing some superb football and were 3-0 up within the opening 15 minutes. Lee Armit opened the scoring, tapping in at the back post, before Gherkin Gokman scored with a low drive into the bottom corner to make it 2-0. Lee Armit then doubled his tally to make it 3-0. Southbury hit back to make it 3-1. Lee Armit then completed his first half hat-trick to make it 4-1 just before half-time. The second half was end-to-end. Lee Armit scored his fourth goal of the game to make it 5-1, but the game was not over, with Southbury scoring two quick goals, two quick fire goals indeed, to make it 5-3, before Ashley Lewis scored from a penalty spot to make it 6-3. But then he missed from the spot just minutes later from a second penalty, and Southbury netted two more goals to make it 6-5. But Ben Hinney then calmed the nerves with a back post header to seal the win and set up a last eight tie against the Hearts Advertiser League side Stafford Arms. WD Bushy also progressed with an equally impressive win, 2-0 away over Northall. They took the lead right on half-time after Hamiz Ali found the bottom corner with a strike from outside the box. They then had a golden opportunity to make it 2-0 after Hamiz Ali was fouled in the box, but Gohan Palmer Inyang failed to convert the penalty. However, he didn't let the miss phase him as he found the net shortly after Hamiz Ali played him in and he made no mistake to book his team's place in the quarter-final. In the half-year FA Senior Cup second round, WD's opponents in the quarter-final will be either Casterbury Rangers or Glen Sports and Social, as they both came through their delayed second-round ties with high-scoring wins. Glen, who lost in the final of the Junior Cup last season, enjoyed a 6-3 away victory over forever young people. Lewis Putman put them ahead in the opening minutes. He soon doubled the lead before Luke Lloyd seemingly made them out of the game, being out of reach of their opponents by making it 3-0, and the home side, but the home side converted a penalty just before the break. That seemed to give them a boost as they pulled back a second goal early in the second half 
before Luke Lloyd grabbed his second, making it 4-2. But the home side refused to give in and netted again before Glenn scored twice more through Putman and Lloyd as they both completed their respective hat-tricks. Casby Rangers easily won the all Watford Sunday League tie against FC Unicorn 5-0. The first came from the right wing, with Corey Bottom releasing Nathan Page through on goal, who rounded the Unicorn keeper after his initial shot was saved, then converting from the acute angle into the left corner. The second was finished in a similar fashion, which saw Jaden Chamberlain playing in to Rob Bladmore, who chipped the ball through for Taylor Osawondo, who rounded the unicorn keeper the same side and coolly slotted into an empty net. The second half wasn't even ten seconds in when Rangers killed the game off with a third. Elliot Burr kicked off, laying back to Connor Callahan, who, whose ball over the back line out to the right wing was picked up by Sam Mortimer, who slid the ball through the legs of the unicorn keeper. Casbury's fourth came after Elliot Burr's free kick was blocked, but the rebound came back to him and he smartly moved the ball quickly on to Corey Bottom on the edge of the corner sorry, on the edge of the box, and with time to pick his head up and whip in a powerful low effort into the bottom right corner. The final goal of the game came after Connor Callan was brought down inside the penalty area, and this gave the chance for Connor Walsh to take the penalty to score his first goal in senior football, sending the unicorn keeper the wrong way. In the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup first round, Mill Hill Village edged past Abbott's Athletic with a 3-2 win. Harley Fonte scoring twice, with Harry Polycut also netting, and Max Lacey and Charlie Young replying for the home side. In the Premier Division, the only game in the top flight saw Evergreen move into fourth place, even though they were held 1-1 by second bottom falls of Watford. Evergreen dominated the first half, but could only find the net once when Jake Sahota turned home across. They were left to rue those missed chances when Forza equalised in the second half, when Harley Sells saw his effort end up in the net after a bad error by the home keeper. In Division 1, this division is proving really tight so far, with the top three sides all drawing on Sunday. It means just five points separate the top four teams. Leaders, Watford Sports, were held for a second successive week, this time 1-1, and again by a team at the wrong end of the table, Watford United. After a goalless first half, it was United who went ahead in the second half when debutant Bethesoran Selurathi, who started off the move for Nolian Agimi to calmly slot the ball into the net. Sports equalised ten minutes later, thanks to an indirect free kick, which was well finished into the bottom left by Jake Millman.
The game between the two sides right below Watford Sports, the Cross and Chelfont Saints, ended in a goalless draw. The Cross missed the first half penalty through Raphael Waradu when he put the ball high over the bar. In the second half, both sides missed chances and the chance to close the gap on Watford Sports. Langleyberry gained a second win of the season, moving up a place in the process to third from bottom, with a 2-1 home win over Chess United. Langleyberry went ahead early on when a long throw from Jack Babington was headed in by Luke Hewitt. Chess drew level 20 minutes into the second half after a Matt Feast cross found Conrad Thorpe in the box who tapped in from close range. But with time running out, Tom Hedger scored from a Matt Honey corner to ensure a second three points of the season for Langleyberry. Division 2, if it was tight in the division, <coughs> it was almost raining goals in the second division, with the five games producing a bumper 27 goals, as in all the top five sides won. Everett Rovers are still unbeaten as they made it six wins from eight games with a 5-0 home win over Hertfordshire Athletic. Bernard Akamha netted a brace with Archie Potton, Jordan Stanley and Rinaki Jones getting in on the goal action. Sparta Phoenix lead the chasing pack two points behind the leaders after they came through an eight-goal thriller against West Half. Roscoe Tebbs found the net twice for the home side, along with a goal from Angus Engelert. But Phoenix achieved the win thanks to goals from five different players. Philip Clark, Florjan Belgrew, James Redfern, Fergus Jimison and Floyd Thompson. Watford Youth are in third place and beat bottom place Abbots Wanderers through two. Watford got off to a flying start with a great pass from Ruben Gomez down the left flank finding Oliver Frost who crossed for Louis Muncy to net with a low drive from 12 yards out. They then added a second after 20 minutes into the game from a lovely through ball Fending off two players by Jack Moore, which, after a 1-2 inside the box with Louis Muncy, to Frost with Muncy scoring from six yards out. Abbotts pulled a goal back ten minutes into the second half from Tommy Ash, and then he scored slotting past the oncoming keeper. Watford Youth Sports finally gained the win, with Louis Muncy winning a tackle, passing the ball to Ollie Brown on the left, who jinked past the first defender, nutmegged the second before calmly passing into the box for Dylan Hershon to net the winner. Dunning's Bar in fourth place just edged past into 2 1. Barry O'Grady and Sean Gowan got with the goals and Alex Nottage with the sole into reply. St Joseph's Reserves beat Dombar 
Early goals from Mitchell Cock. Jude Brasnell set the pace of the game. Mitchell Till then added two either side of the break. Joe Stewart, Ben Cowan, added a fifth with a goal that rolled back the years as he fired into the top left corner. The final goal came when Paolo de Gisis nodded home from a corner. In Division 3, Leaders Woodside Reserve's winning run finally came to an end as they suffered a first 1-0 defeat to Carpenter's Park Royals, with Robert De Silva scoring the decisive goal. Chorleywood Club AFC are in third place as they beat Everett Rovers Reserves 3-0. George Blanks, Joe Burzins and Rob Barron with their goals. Chorleywood and AFC Watford battled out a 2-2 draw, with the AFC Watford goals scored by Dan Williams and Sam Abington. That's it for this week's uh, podcast, and we'll be back next week with all the results and stories from the games played on Sunday the 10th of December. So that is it, the end of another show. Thank you to our sponsors, the Down to Play app, Magpie Recruitment, Baldwin Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Skipper Sportswear, Adrenaline Rush Laser Tag, The Grassroots Graphics, and Awards FC. Thank you for listening to the show, and I'll see you next week. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.